This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Jess on Joy. As you know, if you listen all the time, pets are such an important part of our lives and that's why we love having the RSPC Victoria come into Joy and keep us informed about you know, responsible pet ownership. And we're delighted this time to have on the phone Nikki Johnson, who's the head... Behaviourist? Thank Is you. that how you say Because it? as you know, I don't behave, so I'm unable to say that. Physically, I can't say that word. There are words he just cannot <laughs> say, and it usually is it's because he gets shot down by lightning. Correct. Really. Head... Br- Oh, there we go. Thank you, and Jess. behaviourist. For the RSPCA Victoria. Nikki, thank you. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hello. As you hear, I don't behave very well, so that's that <laughs> word. I do not know how to do it. But look, Nikki, you know, winter's well and truly arrived. It's cold. It's wet. Daylights are getting, you know, hours are getting shorter. We know we yep. can get the winter blues, but do our pets also get winter blues? Oh, look, I think they probably do. I mean, they're definitely very well bonded with us, aren't they? They're very in tune with our emotions and our routines. So I think um, certainly some animals can respond to the, the different time frames and everything like that and the more more dark, but they certainly also respond to our emotions. And if we're feeling sad, I'm sure they pick up on that as well. Is there um, anything happening? Like, obviously, our pets are with us a lot. We're a lot more at home. Is is that something that is, once we're lockdown starts to, to go back, are we going to have to ease our pets into knowing that we're going out? I think, yeah, it's a massive concern in the community for us, certainly, um, making sure that people are aware of that. And I think if this has been a change in routine for us as it has been for our pets and it will be a change in routine again. Um, so just kind of being really sensitive to that and allowing them to kind of go with us gradually and providing opportunities for them to get used to it is, is really important. Yeah. Well, I like that. Look, Nikki, you know, we got you in today. They throw around a word called enrichment is used a lot when we talk about, you know, housing our pets. Can you explain yeah. as the animal behaviourist what enrichment means? Well, I guess the, defin- uh, the, de- the definition of it would be anything that provides the opportunity for the enhancement of psychological and physiological well-being. So in layman's terms, it, it's pretty much anything that enriches your life. Um, you know, in, for a person, what would that be? That would be like having access to a, net- a Netflix account or being able to go for a walk or, or having a picnic or anything like that. Anything that enhances um, the way you feel and, and how you feel about the world would oh. be enrichment. Well, I, I went to the zoo recently, well, just before lockdown, and they had like a cat section for like a home yep. cat thing and they were talking about how we don't we we, we kind of need to make our cats believe they're a little bit in the wild so they don't think so they don't go out in the wild for one but there's some sort yep. of they've got instincts or something that they still have even though they're domestic cats is that something that we would is that enriching them if we if we get them the little the little fake mouse or whatever that is yep I think when it comes to captive animals in the zoo or domestic animals at home, um, it is really important to allow them to exercise their natural behaviours um, and re- provide them outlets to do so. Um, you, know, you want to tailor their world so that they're able to release those um, that need to be what they truly are. Um, in, in cats, it's especially important because cats are really closely related to their ancestors. I mean, your domestic cat isn't that far removed, really. If you watch a tiger with a cardboard box in the zoo, they have, act very much like your domestic cat at home. Yeah. So I think um, we really, yeah, just with a cats very big one. really important. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I can, I, look, I'm very allergic to cats, so <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I, I will definitely get them whatever they need when I'm around. So if yeah. we all look at 
looking for ways to enrich our pet. Do you have any resources or any places we could go to have a look? Because I know I've been reading and have a look in your website about with my chickens. Mm-hmm. I've been hanging my corn up on strings so they have to jump high oh, to grab it. And so they told me that makes them happy. So I thought, oh, okay, you want to jump, you jump. Yeah. I think that we definitely do have resources on our website, but there's loads of information out there. Um, even there's a few um, groups on Facebook, even if you just search mm. animal enrichment, um, it comes up with loads of DIY ideas. I mean, really, it's about tailoring any kind of enrichment to your animal, and that means their species um, is important, but also their individual personalities. So if you've got an, a dog, for example, that's really food motivated and loves his meals mm-hmm. then use that motivation think of interesting ways that you can deliver food and get him working for it or get him interested in it um, or if you've got a cat at home um, and they love playing with string toys and really use that to your advantage and really think of creative ways you can do that and if you just kind of think about what your animal likes to do and use that as a springboard there's loads of information out there so sure. a well-enriched pet is a better pet certainly is a, a happier pet probably a more relaxed pet and probably because enrichment is not just for the pet, but it's for you as well. It's a way of you connecting, you bonding, and you sharing time together. Um, the more enriched pet is definitely the more bonded pet with you, I would say. So, Nikki, just to, just to end this up, really, um, you are a head behaviourist. Um, I've got Tom. They yeah. say you can't <laughs> treat an old dog new tricks. What do we do about Tom? If Tom was a dog, how would we get him to just just chill sometimes? Just because I like smelling, like <laughs> sniffing butts, doesn't make me okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, That's called dating. It's called dating. Maybe we'll need to we'll need to have a whole podcast with you and uh, maybe maybe a ten page uh, journey if we're talking about Tom the old dog. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nikki, is from the RSPCA Victoria head behaviourist. Look head at behaviourist. So good at this. Thank you so much for your time, and we can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Wrap up your Thursdays with Tom and Jess on Joy Drive. Tune into 94.9 in Melbourne, stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandjessradio.com or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.